Hello, beautiful people. This is Trisha. Welcome to my podcast, Words of Life, where we discuss faith-based topics to encourage, empower, and uplift you to become the best version of who God called you to be. Now, have fun and listen to the episodes. people welcome back to Trisha's podcast words of life welcome back to episode 25 can you believe it guys 25 thank you for coming back to me and for being so loyal and faithful to my podcast keep sharing the podcast and keep listening to it and coming back to it for the glory of God uh, to help you to become the best version of who you're called to be so Trisha's podcast, Words of Life, is all about that, okay? It's all about that, to glorify the name of God and to help you and equip you and empower you to become uh, the best version of who you are called to be and to work on yourself and to help others to grow as well while you grow, okay? So today we're going to speak about uh, a specific verse or verses found in the book of Philippians, New Testament, Philippians, and it's chapter 1, verses 27 to 30, okay, 27 to 30, and um, today it's going to be about the topic of life worthy of the gospel, okay, so that's in fact the a title above those verses and that really fits what I'm going to speak about today. So I'm going to read the verses to you. Whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my uh, absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved, and that by God. For it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him, since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had. And now, hear that I still have. Now, these verses are probably not as popular as verses like John 3.16, you know, or, I don't know, Jeremiah 29.11, you know, very popular and very uh, pleasing and smooth encouraging, positive verses, okay? These verses here on Philippians um, really are for the people that, you know, are willing to open up to God completely and fully. These verses are here to challenge you to have proper a proper meal, uh, which is meat and no longer milk, okay? So we're speaking about spiritual food here, obviously. You know, milk is when you start with the basics of God's, the gospel and the good news of God and, you know, being saved and, you know, being a new creation in Christ, your identity and everything. Now, this is milk, okay? But now it comes to meat. This is when you have 
you know, I've been drinking milk for a while and you should be uh, full and mature enough and, and grown up enough to actually uh, receive meat, solid food, okay? Because there is, you know, obviously the food that we uh, nurture our body with, uh, and, you know, babies usually start with milk, right? So as a born-again uh, believer, as a newborn-again believer, obviously you start with milk as well because you're a baby spiritually, okay? But then when you get into your two, three years old or even a bit earlier already, you start uh, having some more solid food like, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, some... Uh, uh, still fluid, but a bit more of substance, you know, where, uh, you know, they start adding some uh, veggies or fruit uh, into your um, meal. So, and you start, you know, um, consuming that food be in, in, uh, that is a bit more solid, but also uh, more uh, appropriate for your age and for your body, because your body now needs a bit more nutrition than it used to need uh, before, right? Anyway, uh, when you get older then as a baby or as a child, you know, you're going to start eat proper solid food like bread and, you know, uh, proper veggies and even meat and fish and all of that. So whatever your parents obviously prepare for you, but just to make, you know, uh, make it a bit more graphic, a bit more understandable what, where I'm going with this and what I'm talking about. So obviously, spiritually speaking, it's the same thing. Okay. So if you have been drinking milk uh, for, I don't know, one or two years as a new believer in Christ, now it's time for you to start eating some more solid spiritual food uh, because the spiritual milk has been enough for now. Okay, so now you are mature enough and grown up enough to actually have some more solid food. Um, so here, these verses actually are even a bit further down the road, which is for proper mature Christians, they are willing to conduct themselves uh, in a manner that is worthy of the gospel of Christ, meaning that whatever you say, you do, and whatever you preach, you actually live by. Okay, so... You know, if there is one thing that the Bible is very clear about, you know, hypocrisy is the one thing that God really cannot stand. I mean, it's really something that God really dislikes a lot. And, you know, he'd rather have you hot or cold rather than lukewarm. Lukewarm is, you know, basically, yeah, you're saved, but... You know, you don't really care about God and spiritual things. You just live day by day. You go by your, uh, you know, feelings and emotions. And you, you actually rule by your feelings and your emotions rather than you ruling over them. So you kind of, you know, live uh, the same old, same old lifestyle as you used to before you were born again. Okay. Before you were saved. Now, let me tell you that this might be an indication that you are not living to your fullest potential and the way God calls you to live, okay? So this, again, is no religion. This is no uh, do and don'ts checklist. This is a call to full surrender to Jesus Christ, meaning that your full life, every section, every area of your life is surrendered and submitted to the power of God, to the Holy Spirit of God inside of you. 
Okay? Which means you open up all of your life to Jesus. Your spiritual life, your physical life, your emotional life, your friends, your family, your relationships, your finances, everything, your property, everything you own, everything that is yours, everything that is you, your whole being is completely submitted and surrendered to God. And you give your best, your, your most uh, excellent version of who you can be to God. You give him the best of you, okay? Because God wants excellency rather than whatever uh, okay or good. He wants excellency, okay? And he wants your full attention, your full heart surrendered to him. So when it says here, you know, whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ means that whatever we say and do should be a reflection of Jesus, should be um, glorifying the name of God. And again, listen, nobody is perfect. We all make mistakes. We fail every day. We sin every day. Okay, that is why we need Jesus as a savior. Even after we are born again and saved, we still need him as a savior until our last breath. We still need the blood sacrifice of Jesus that cleanses us 24 seven, like a waterfall every day, all day from all failures, from all sins, because the word of God says we have all fallen short of the glory of God. So everyone is equal before God, men, women, no matter your ethnicity, your background, your moral convictions, whatever it is, we are all equal before God. And the word of God also says, because of one man's disobedience, all humanity has fallen into sin. And now we're all sinners before God. And also it says in the same sentence, it says, but, you know, uh, 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 in the same way, for due to one man's obedience, meaning Jesus Christ, before it was Adam that fell into sin, and then because of Jesus Christ, um, obedience and you know fulfillment of the law and sacrificing his body uh, and his blood for us to be saved and forgiven, now all can be or are forgiven if they accept Jesus Christ. Okay, so we are all made righteous because of Jesus. So that is why we still need the blood of Jesus until we die. Okay, and we'll reach heaven. Now, the same grace that saved you is going to be the same grace that's going to keep you saved. And the same grace and mercy is going to be the one who's going to transform you into the image of Christ more and more. Now, it's a heart transformation that leads into a behavior modification. Okay, now it's very important that you understand it's not your efforts or your strength, but it's rather you submitting to Jesus and say, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit and the blood of Jesus, I will be transformed into your image more and more, reflecting Jesus in my character, my personality, my thinking, my behavior, my conduct, my speaking, my, uh, you know, everything, everything that I am has to glorify God my whole life, okay, uh, is meant to be a worship unto God. And, um, yeah, so also the word of God says that in, 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 in our weaknesses, the, the, the strength of God is, 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 is made perfect, meaning that, again, an indication of 
It's about God's power and strength inside of you that is going to transform you into uh, Jesus more and more. Or being like Jesus more and more. Not Jesus himself, because Jesus is Jesus, period. But becoming more and more like Jesus, you know? That's what I mean. But I think that was clear. But anyway, let me be specific and clear. <laughs> but, um, right. And then, um, let me see here the verse. When it says, uh, then whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in the one spirit, striving together as one of the faith of the gospel. Okay. Without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. Here again. Okay. A clear invitation of fellowship, a clear invitation of you being part of the body of Christ, the church. You are the church. I am the church. We are the church. So when we come together in fellowship to worship our God together, we are meant to uh, lift each other up, encourage each other, uh, correct each other in love if it's necessary. But also, you know, uh, really... Um, cheer each other on to really carry on with uh, the transformation that, that, that that's, you know, takes place inside of us. And then ultimately will be seen uh, in the visible world, what happens in the invisible inside of you and in the invisible spiritual realm uh, around you happens also then in the physical, in the visible uh, world and reality okay but it's it starts all inside you inside your heart your mind your spirit and your soul okay so it starts with repentance which is uh, uh, uh the renewal of your mind the original word is metanoia okay so i think it's greek as far as i remember and this word basically means to to renew and change your mind and really change direction and go into a new way a new path a new understanding and then whatever you have received as knowledge truth and understanding now you apply and you live it out so that's why i said when you preach you have to actually live Okay, there I go with my clapping again. As soon as I start clapping, you know I'm serious. <laughs> but yeah, let me just um, check this again before I um, I carry on. Yeah. So metanoia. Change in one's way of life resulting from uh, penitence or spiritual conversion. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it says, what he demanded of people was metanoia, repentance, a complete change of heart. This is probably picked from the word of God somewhere. Whatever. It doesn't, doesn't matter so much. But I just wanted to check as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Greek. It's definitely Greek, metanoia. Um. Mm, okay, let me read this to you as well. And it says here, metanoia, a, tr a transliteration of the Greek. Uh, metanoia means after thought or beyond thought, with meta meaning after or beyond, as in the modern word metaphysics, and uh, now's meaning mind, yeah, as in the modern word paranoia, okay? Um, but yeah, so that's 
I would say it for today. I hope you're blessed and encouraged to live uh, a life according to the word of God and worthy of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So be encouraged and we are in this together, guys. God bless you. Thank you for joining and listening to my podcast today, Words of Life, where we discuss and talk about faith-based topics. Every episode is meant to encourage, empower, and uplift you and to become the best version of who God intended you to be. Please take your time and listen to my episodes, but also visit my blog where I write articles at least once a month on trishabritannia.com blogspot.com trishabritannia.blogspot.com thank you and have a lovely day